sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and John's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay there and keep watch with me. He went on a little farther and bowed with his face to the ground, praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray, so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot be taken away, unless I drink it, your will be done. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time, saying the same things again. Then he came to the disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Judas, the betrayer, knew this place because Jesus had often gone there with his disciples. The leading priests and Pharisees had given Judas a contingent of Roman soldiers and temple guards to accompany him. Now with blazing torches, lanterns, and weapons, they arrived at the olive grove. Jesus fully realized all that was going to happen to him, so he stepped forward to meet them. Who are you looking for? he asked. Jesus the Nazarene, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. As Jesus said, I am he, they all drew back and fell to the ground. Once more he asked them, Who are you looking for? And again they replied, Jesus the Nazarene. I told you that I am he, Jesus said, and since I am the one you want, let these others go. So this is the story of the betrayal of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, hours before he was crucified. And I bring this up today because A, it's Easter, but B, because I want to point out a few things that Jesus did here that are crucial for being a man. The first one is, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to grow up. The third is, what is preventing you from staying awake? What is preventing you from growing up and waking up? And the third is, what is your mission? So I want to talk a little bit about growing up and waking up. And Jesus knew this. He knew there was a battle. He knew there was a war. And there's a spiritual war for every man. There's a spiritual battle going on right now. Always. 
So it's time to wake up. The time for sleeping is over. Okay, we've gone too far in this culture and this society and in churches and in homes and in our lives asleep. We're just going through the motions. But we have got to wake up, man. We've got to realize that there is a battle going on every day for our lives, for our spirituality, for our minds, for our hearts, for our souls, for our relationships. There is battle going on. It's time to wake up. Jesus understood his mission, and he did it. He walked it. He lived it to the fullest, and he never backed down. And when he was faced with adversity, he didn't shirk from it. He walked out, and he confronted the very people that were coming to kill him. And he said, I am he. Have you ever been in like a group of people, and somebody says, who said that? And you don't say anything? Or if somebody has something to say, let them say something. And you don't say anything? See, Jesus was honest and he never walked away from confrontation. He never walked away from confrontation. There were times that he, got, he left because it wasn't the right time. But when he was confronted, he didn't avoid it. That's the first thing. Don't avoid confrontation. Wake up. Guys, this Easter Sunday is a time to, yes, reflect on our lives, reflect that Jesus has risen from the dead. But at the same time, it's a call to wake up. This is real. There's a real battle going on. There's a real war waged for your heart, for your soul. It's already been won, but you still have to live it daily. Okay, Paul said, When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. So many men are still children. They still rely on people to do things for them. They still whine and complain when they can't solve problems. They still resort to drinking and violence and addiction and pornography when they have a problem. What grown men do is they solve their problems. They figure out a way to solve their problems. They do not avoid confrontation. They have the conversations they need to have. They have a mission, they have a purpose, and they live it out. And nothing gets in the way of that purpose or that mission. When I first got out of the military, you know, when I was in the military, I had a mission. I knew what my mission was. My mission was support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America from enemies foreign and domestic. Now, when I get out of the military, my, my mission is no longer the same as it was when I was in. And I didn't know what it was. And I scrambled around for years. I didn't know what was going on. It was the, one of the hardest transitions of my life. Nobody cared that I had been in the military. Nobody cared that, you know, you had all this experience. And everybody says thank you 
for your service, but they don't, they don't know. Okay, so if you're a military guy, I completely understand. All that stuff that I did didn't translate. And, and you're a different person. You're a, a soldier, and you go to a civilian. You're, there's a, a weird transition. I can tell you that I, you are always a soldier, and you have to have the soldier's mindset no matter if you're in the military or if you're a civilian. So if you don't take your mission seriously, you're going to see the results of that. It's going to affect your life. And you're going to be stuck in this constant kid mentality. You're never going to step up. You're never going to take responsibility. You're never going to take ownership. You're never going to get things done. See, here's the thing. Children, they do whatever they want. They do what feels good. If I want to go get a new boat, I go get a new boat. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care how it affects my family. I don't care how it affects the people around me. You know, if I want to go drink and party all night, I can do that. I don't care how it affects my family. I don't care how it affects my kids. I don't care how it affects my wife. That's how a child thinks. A child is selfish, and he only looks out for himself. A man looks out for others. He takes care of his, his own. He takes care of the things that are going on in his life, takes care of his family, takes care of his finances, takes care of his household. He protects his family. He provides for his family. And he takes ownership of everything in his life. So it's time to grow up, men. It's time to take that thing that's keeping you from being that, that man and from growing up and getting rid of it and working through the problem. That's the other thing. Men face problems they work through problems they ask for help so let's talk about this first point which is it's time to grow up it's time to wake up so let me ask you a question what do you need to give up what is something in your life that is holding you back from being a better man from helping you grow up? What is that one thing in your life? What is that hang-up? What's the one thing you can't kick? Maybe it's a bunch of things, but let's focus on one. What's that one thing? Do you drink too much? Are you a gambler? Do you have a problem with spending money? Are you addicted to something? Pornography? What is it? What's that one thing? You know what it is. I want you to write it down. And I want you to keep it somewhere where you can see it all the time. What's that one thing? That way, anytime you're faced with something, I want you to look at it and I want you to go, this is the thing that's preventing me from being the man that I was made to be. This is the thing that's preventing me from growing up. This is the thing that is preventing me from being the man I know that I am. Because that is is ultimately going to be the thing that's going to keep you in a child mentality. Because you're always going to play a victim. 
You're always going to take that out on other people. You're always going to internalize that and feel guilty about it and ashamed. I need you to reach out for help. Ask people to help you. Ask other men to help you in that area. That's what men do. They try to figure out problems. If they can't solve it themselves, they ask for help. So what is that thing you need to give up? Write it down. Keep it in front of you. And I want you to focus on that. I want you to focus on getting rid of that. The other question is, what is preventing you from doing that? What already is preventing you from that? Is it your own selfish desire? Is it something in your life? Is it stress? Temptation? Anger? Mistrust? Are you afraid? What's preventing you from giving it up? Because you need to figure that out, and you need to put up safeguards and guardrails and lock arms with other men to help you defeat that. You got to have some accountability. If you don't like accountability, then you'll never grow. You will always be stuck where you're at. But you have to be open to that accountability and you have to be open to somebody telling you exactly what it is that you don't want to hear. If you have a problem in your life, you need to let others have permission to come at you and tell you you need to fix your crap and get in shape and get in line. Okay, When I was in the military, my, my leading petty officer always had this thing. I gave him permission. I said, all you got to do is tell me to tighten it up. And he would say, tighten it up. And that's when I knew that there was something going on. And usually I knew what the thing was. Then I needed to put it in check. Okay, So if you have a friend or another man, or they can say, hey, tighten it up. Because he'll know what it is and you'll know what it is and all you got to say is hey tighten it up man third question what is your mission what is your mission a man without a mission is just destructive he's a detriment to everybody around him because he'll wander and he can't ever find what it is that he's looking for you got to have a mission, guys. You got to find a mission. Maybe it's uh, I want to raise money for orphans around the world. And the way that you do that is you run marathons or ultra marathons or whatever. Formulate a plan, find a mission, develop it, build it. Your mission could just be to teach kids math that otherwise wouldn't learn it. I don't know what your mission is. You have to define that for yourself. We have an example of somebody who had a, per, had a mission and lived it out. And that was Jesus. And we talked about him in the beginning. And he didn't shirk from it. He confronted it. He owned his mission. He knew what it was. Even when other people were sleeping around him, he stayed the course. Even when he was sweating blood, he stayed the course. Even when he was confronted by armed guards with torches, he stayed the course. 
because he understood the value of it. He understood that his mission wasn't about the moment. It was about other people. Your mission isn't about you. It's about others. That's one way you can define it. Another way you can define it is every man has this mission. I'll give you one thing that every man's mission is, and that is to be the best man that he can be, best father and husband he can be, and the best friend that he can be. That's your mission. And even if you only have one friend, you'd be the best friend you can be. I don't have a lot of people that I surround myself with that are intimately know me, that intimately know me. Maybe one person, and that's okay. King David had three people, three men that knew him well. He surrounded himself with three men. It's a triad. That's perfect. So what's your mission? Define it. Live it out. Write it down. And whatever that thing is that's preventing you, that's what's going to prevent you from living out your mission as well. You're always going to be a fraud or see yourself as a fraud, and you have to put that in check. So I want you to write down whatever it is that you need to give up. I want you to write down whatever's preventing you from giving up. And then I want you to write your mission out. Write your mission out. Okay? It's time to wake up, man.